Hey everyone, Future Rob here. We want to give a little bit of a disclaimer regarding this episode. At the 27 minute mark, uh, Mike and I do get into some pretty dark topics about drug addiction, drug usage, and the opium epidemic. Some of these topics can be triggering for some people who may have experienced it uh, through loved ones or experienced it personally. So we want to give a little bit of a heads up. Uh, of course, the conversation does lighten up at the 36 minute and 50 second mark. So if you want to jump right to that point, we absolutely understand. And with that being said, hope you enjoy the show. Is it really that weird I made friends with a guy mugging me? I mean, is it really weird to make friends with someone mugging you? Yes. Is it really weird that you made friends with a guy mugging you? No. <laughs> Oh my god, so how you, how are you feeling today? I'm good, I'm good, actually. How's the setup going for you? I love it. It's perfect. I mean, I gotta watch the monitor, because sometimes it'll slide down and fall. Dude, it did the other night while I was asleep, it falls off the thing. I'm just like, air rates! <laughs> it was so loud. Right, so I would like for you to kind of start this off. I can't help but feel that I'm kind of stealing a lot of the spotlight. That's okay, because you get... You get more of the time, but the stuff I say is, uh, you know, I, I let's just say I, I don't, you know, I'm not, I've noticed that too, and I, I don't feel any kind of way about it. No? Okay. Okay. I kind of, I kind of like it when you steer the conversation, because you never know what's going to come out of my mouth, you know? <laughs> so I have the topic list open here, and, um, <laughs> what is Call of Duty? The trials and tribulations of being my girlfriend. <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so for the listeners, you know, Mike is currently dating this uh, this girl who's been a family friend for. Well, let's just put it like this: she's more welcome in our house than I am. She even has a key. I don't even have a key. Like <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike has to climb in through the window. <laughs> yeah, right. No key for you. <laughs> <laughs> Down the chimney, oh, it's Santa Claus. <laughs> Oh, no, Mike just came back from Wawa. <laughs> but he's brought presents, so it's okay. <laughs> he brings gifts of soup and bread. <laughs> you get soup when you go to Wawa? Uh, I, dude, I went through this whole ordeal last night, dude, with, with fucking Uber. He's calling it uh, chicken noodle soup, right? And we placed an order There's, at 1 Is she a six-year-old with a cold? That, you know, you'd think, but no. She wanted chicken noodle soup. And so I order soup, and I order a couple other things, like drinks and stuff. And the order keeps getting pushed back. Every Like it said, it was going to arrive at 140. Mm-hmm. And then it was 150. Like 10-minute increments all the way up to 3 o'clock. Oh, my God. So then a driver calls, and she says, I went to pick up your order, and someone took it. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. And she's, yeah, it was some kind of run on soup. Anyway... So I, I, I cancel it out, doesn't charge me. I place it again, we're waiting for another hour and a half, same thing starts happening. So I cancel it, and again, cancel it. Okay, mm-hmm. then, then we do Dunkin' Donuts. They canceled it. So this whole thing was from 1 till 7 a.m. Wait, one. <laughs> what? And I don't know why I assumed you were talking PM hours. 
No, 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 no. It was 1 a.m. when we first placed the first order. And that, then, that's what I'm saying. When you're like, oh, this happened from 1 until 7 a.m. And I'm like, why did I think that you were operating on normal standard time? We, we actually placed the order at 0200. <laughs> 0200? <laughs> All right, Sergeant, get the soup. <laughs> so, so anyway, yeah. After the Dunkin' Donuts thing, she goes, "I'm gonna go out and just get the f- sandwiches." She's like, "I'm sick of this. We've been waiting since one o'clock." <laughs> like, all right. So, Uber Eats uh, actually charged me for one of the orders. They're like, "Oh, you didn't wait enough time." Why do you get Uber Eats? Because I'm hungry. But you're ordering from Wawa. Because sometimes Kyle's not here. She just didn't feel like going out. We were doing things (laughs) 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 so yeah we didn't we didn't want to go out okay good but wawa is all of 300 yards away just walk (laughs) i said that to her i was like you know we've been during the first order when we were waiting i was like i gotta walk there and got it (laughs) like seriously She's like, well, just reorder it. I was like, fuck, all right. Oh, and the third time around, we tried a different Wawa, and it still happened. At that point, just give up. Just keep cans of soup in the cabinet. There are cans of soup in the cabinet. (laughs) We have soup at home. I forgot about it until you brought it up, to be fair. <laughs> so, oh, God. Okay, so so aside from the soup debacles and not wanting to walk to Wawa, what, are, what other trials and tribulations are there of dating Mike? Dude, I'm a, I'm a terrible boyfriend most of the time. Like, I spend most <laughs> of my time tormenting her for my humor. Uh, like, literally, I got a weekly quota that I have to live up to. Yeah. You know, um, this week I'm shy. I gotta like put her in the trunk of the car again and drive her around. I haven't done that in a long time. I mean, you know, oldie but a goldie. Uh, you know, I'm just not easy to deal with. I mean, I'm a slob. You know, I'm, yes. I'm pretty sure I'm crazy. Uh, I don't know about the crazy, but you absolutely are a slob. I mean, when we cleaned the room to do the setup, I'm surprised we didn't need like a garden rake to clean everything. Oh, that reminds me. Did you get a tetanus shot? Got the schedule. Ah, oh, you beat. <laughs> You're hit. It's over. Fiddly D. Enjoy your lockjaw, boy. It's gonna be great. What actually is lockjaw? Like, is that is it literally what it is? Literally, you can't open your mouth. Yeah. Huh. Without looking up anything. Why the hell I mean, is that? You know, I I haven't the foggiest. Like, has something to do with like nerve damage or? Tension of the nerves? A would know. Is she there? No, 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 no. no. I am flying solo for the past couple days. A comes back tomorrow. What's the longest she's been gone? Five days? Have you done the Tom Cruise risky business thing? Dun, 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 dun. Sans underwear, (laughs) yes. He just went professional out of the gate, everybody. Like, <laughs> get, a nice, get a nice windmill motion going on. <laughs> I 
You know, it's funny that you find yourself to be a difficult person to deal with, because I also feel that I am a difficult person to deal with. But you For very different, different reasons, life. though. Yeah. I don't think I'm a slob. A's more of a slob than I am. Well, I mean, you don't even register compared to me. But I, I feel that I'm difficult to deal with for much of the extreme opposite. Whereas you feel that you're a slob. I don't feel I am. I am. Okay, okay. So I'm trying to, get, trying to give you a monocle of credit here. But okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. If Dirt it looks ball. like a duck and it quacks like a duck. <laughs> it's a garbage pail. Uh, I'm sorry. I forgot. We're, we're going back to referring to ducks as pond cats. Forgot about that. Sorry. A pond cat? Yeah, you never saw that thing? It's like things about ducks. And it was like, they used to, in the old days, they were known as pond cats. And I forget the other two, but the the, the bottom one always stuck with me. It's like, the duck's natural enemy is explosives. <laughs> <laughs> I got the picture somewhere, man. I'll send it to you. I've never heard of a pond cat. I get why, <laughs> wait, wait. Why, why are explosives the duck's natural enemy? <laughs> I don't know. It's just what it said. <laughs> that reminds me of that of the um, of that Looney Tunes cartoon with Daffy. Oh yeah, there's only one problem with that trick. <laughs> Old school Looney Tunes led me to believe that nitroglycerin was just hanging out everywhere. <laughs> yeah, right. You're constantly looking for it. It's like, oh, there it is, next to the salt. <laughs> just sprinkle that into the Wawa soup. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Here you go, Carl. Kaboom! <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> like, Boo yeah. used to have nitroglycerin tablets for her heart. Remember those? Yeah, I remember. And when when she passed away, I held on to those things. Like, that little brown vial. I held on to those things for the longest time because I thought they could be explosive. <laughs> <laughs> I can't throw them away. I'll kill the garbage truck man. No, 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 no. I didn't throw them away because I was worried that they were explosive. I kept them because I was hoping they were explosive. <laughs> it's just like throw like those little poppers. <laughs> <laughs> just flick them at people. I miss those. Uh, I miss those little I'm poppers. Sure they so exist much. somewhere, but you know. No, I, I mean they still like they still make them, right? And they've got it. It's like, I mean, they're probably harder to get because kids, you know, nowadays. They'd probably eat them in some sort of TikTok challenge. Yeah, it's like, oh, eat a whole <laughs> box of caps and then jump up and down. <laughs> it's like, oh, they're rumbly in my tumbly. <laughs> I mean, if they ate enough of them and then jumped up and down, would it have the same result as the Daffy Duck on stage explosive? Nah, no way. I mean, you'd have to eat more than was physically possible. That sounds like a challenge for today's youth. Ah, oh, dude. I mean, I don't know if I want to start encouraging people or influencing people. I do. Do it. Do it. Do it. Fuck, man. That's a convincing <laughs> argument. You sold me. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke. <laughs> so I feel that I am difficult to deal with because when i clean if it's on the floor it's in the trash i remember it doesn't matter if it's useful it doesn't matter how long it's been there for 
How much it costs? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, the only thing that does matter, though, is it mine or not? <laughs> it's like, well, it's mine. I'm just gonna hang that up, you know, just nice and nice and gentle there. I'm gonna left this five thousand dollar dress on the floor. Trash. Trash. <laughs> Trash. What does what window. does she need a white dress for anyway? What? <laughs> I don't know. Weddings and funerals if you hate the person. <laughs> For both counts. <laughs> what do you got over there? Starbucks. Number seven shot latte. Wait, you're, did you say number seven? No, no, no. Seven, sh- seven espresso shots. Seven espresso shots in a can? No, no, no. In a, in a uh, what do you call these things? Uh, a cup. Yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. I get that you think you're somewhat immortal due to the whole liver thing. Let's stop rolling the dice. Dude, it, you know what? I'm starting to think I just respawned like a video game. <laughs> <laughs> like five times? Come on, man. But it also occurred to me it might be more like a cat, so I got to be careful. I'm running out. Do you think you've gone through more than five of your lives? Uh, I mean, I'm definitely on number six, if that's the case. What were they, aside from the liver thing? Uh, overdose, overdose. Uh, there was a third time where it wasn't an overdose, but I I took something that actually killed me. Luckily, uh, uh, I was at my, uh, friend-slash-driver's house, and his girlfriend was a nurse. She brought me back. Uh... I can't remember. Uh, geez, it's been so long. Uh, I'm sure it'll come to me the second I stop thinking about it. Oh, I was electrocuted once. I remember that. But was it bad enough to the point where you felt like, oh, yeah, I definitely died at that spot? Oh, no, I died. I woke up on the floor a few minutes later. Was it... It wasn't an arc flash, was it? You know, I don't even remember. I was working on something. What were you working on that had so much ampage that it knocked you unconscious? Literally, it was a prop on a movie set. Hmm. Or part of the set, I should say. I, I, I do want to go back to this kind of stuff. These, like, you with this whole movie prop stuff. Like, I definitely want to go into this at some point in, like, in like the future. Dude, I still get emails. I could go back, and then I don't. Add it to the list, because I do want to talk about that. So, I, I, I don't know how you consume that much caffeine. And not die? Well, I don't know about whether it's gonna whether you're gonna die from it. I mean, you have to. I th- I think the only way a human can die from caffeine ingestion is if you just if you eat like the powdered version of caffeine, like in its purest form. Because like while if you're drinking coffee, as coffee is going in, your body is getting it out. So like you can't die of caffeine through coffee consumption although i don't want to i don't want to die on that hill but i'm relatively certain you can't i mean i always you know this is like i don't know a recurring thing with me i always do things to excess you know no yeah so (laughs) coffee is the least of those evils i mean if you're gonna have a vice i mean yeah you know coffee's not bad coffee was responsible for the enlightenment 
There was only one? Shit. I mean, it's been downhill since then, Mike. That's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what got you started on coffee? Um... You know those little double shot cans, remember? Holy shit. Yeah, you know what? I remember when you started drinking those. That was where it started. I still have that photo with me with the syringe and all the coffee cans around me. <laughs> That's a good picture. That's a good picture. <laughs> Actually, uh, send that over to me. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I want to put that into the show notes just to, to really show you know, the level of passion that you have for, for the consumption of caffeine. <laughs> What about that alien photo with me with the alien in the bed? And I'm like, leave it off to the side, biting my knuckle, looking all nervous. And the, the alien is laying like on its back with its hands behind its head, smoking a cigarette. And the photo is called, will he still love me tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, that but that's not the one that really, like, if I think about the crazy photos that you took... Like, the one that always stands out was the zombie survival guide photo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that that has to be, like, when you die. <laughs> and If, if, if. <laughs> okay, in, in the next 500 years, when you eventually just die, you know, Methuselah old, um, I will make sure that my great-great-grand descendant uh, is aware that the picture that is going to be front and foremost... You know, overlooking your urn, casket, whatever, that's going to be shot into space, because that's how we're going to do things in the future. It's just rocket you right into the sun, is um, while we play Walking on Sunshine using bagpipes, <laughs> is going to be that picture of you with the zombie survival guide and the zombie holding the lit light bulb of your Dude, head. Dude, I forget who was, was holding that light bulb, man. I, I don't know. That was a brilliant picture. <laughs> you know, I, I saw something similar. Uh, do you remember the back of the old Resident Evil uh, 2 guide? No. It was just hands coming through a doorway like that. I mean, I saw it after the fact, but it was just hands coming through a doorway like that. And it actually had, all the hands had like rings, wedding bands, watches on the wrists. And something about it was just, I don't know, it... It's it stuck with me and it resonated with me and because that photo with that like you know all those people having those things it reminds you that they were in fact people we tend to forget that when it comes to our zombies but yeah it's a, I don't know it was a, I thought it was a powerful sort of image uh, I mean of course mine was just comedic but yeah didn't we have a shotgun in that photo I think you did yeah yeah <laughs> it's a loaded shotgun on the floor. I, I want to go back to something you just said because I, I, I think I may have missed it because I was trying to um, pull up the jewel case for Resident Evil 2 and I'm not seeing that picture but anyway um, maybe it's from something else you were talking about um, how no you, you you said that like we are likely to forget that the zombie used to be a human yeah they were people with lives and all that you know that's what that photo made me think you know Really, like the the picture of like the zombie holding up the light bulb made you think of the humanity of zombies? No, no, no. I'm talking about the Resident Evil photo. My photo was just, you know, for shits and giggles. Which it was hilarious. Many giggles were had. 
I forgot to tell you this morning, dude, Carl really hit me with a question that I just, it was like, am I going to jump on this hand grenade or that one, you know? Okay. So she, she asked me, she's like, can I, she says, can I ask you something? I was like, sure, what, what is it? And she says, how can you go from a girl like Aiden to a girl like me? Dude, that's, that's a tiptoe right there, man. Like, is it? Answering Answering that question? No, no. no she, that... she thinks Aiden was, like, so beautiful. I was like, you know, until Adrian opens her mouth and everyone knows she's just a monster. She was, like, she was so pretty, so gorgeous, like, everywhere. And I'm just me. Are you <laughs> making Kyle sound like a, like, a, like a valley girl? That's how she talks. <laughs> Poor Kyle. See, I don't see this as a... Uh, like a, a, a grenade question. This is a slam dunk. This is easy. She, Be like, well, when you had flank steak for so long, of course you want to upgrade the flaming mignon. <laughs> Which is probably not a good way to phrase it either. No, it just reminded me. I meant to eat her a long time ago, and I never did. <laughs> I don't think we're talking about zombies anymore. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, that was a... I mean, I don't know, man. Like, Because she was the one saying all this stuff. And I was just like, um, yeah. But then I always was quick to remind her. It's like, yeah, she did look like that. You know, now the outside sort of matches the inside. Have you ever dated someone that physically you're just like, eh, you know, they're like a six, you know, whatever. They're not great. But then, you know, like like their personality like jumps them oh, up to something oh, that you're yeah, like, oh, oh, yeah, like absolutely. Most definitely, yeah. Yeah. Huh? I have too. And I always have felt the need to defend my decisions. And I'm like, that's really fucking, like, that's shitty. Like, I shouldn't have to defend. It's like, oh, well, look at her. You could do so much better or X, Y, Z. It's like, mm, you're, you're sounding like a dick, though. And missing like, I shouldn't the point. Have to, yeah, like, like, you shouldn't say it to me. And I shouldn't have to defend, you know, my rationale for wanting to date this person. You know, just be like, oh, are you happy? Yes. Cool. Next question. Anyway, yeah, that's where you should leave it, but, you know, most people don't go for that. They don't see things that way. I mean, Kyle and I are mismatched as fuck. Yeah? Yeah, I mean... Who's the reacher and who's the settler? Oh, no, I just meant looks. Okay, but my question still stands. No, I mean, okay, I'm trying. I'm not trying to say she's lesser than me or anything. It's just, you know, she's four feet tall and, you know... <laughs> <laughs> so she's constantly reaching. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like a little elf, you know. She thinks I'm in it to steal her magic. So <laughs> give me my soup. <laughs> so, so what are um, what was like your first experience with like coffee, espresso, that sort of thing? My first experience. I can't really remember my first actual like coffee, coffee experience. Yeah. But much like much like a lot of what I believe to be most of the population who just couldn't really stand coffee to start. My entrance into caffeinated beverages like coffee were, of course, Starbucks Frappuccinos. Um, So, you know, you had your, you know, your Starbucks double shots, which is a hell of a way to start. Yeah, I was like a hummingbird (laughs) for a long time. Those are like that. That's a that. That's you know. I, I had the the high sugar, high caloric, uh, like high sweetener kind of introduction 
to coffee, uh, which is, you know, a ju- like a, a, a gentle caffeinated kiss. And I feel your introduction was more of a, a bludgeoned weapon to the back of the head of caffeine introduction. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like a bat to the brain. There was, um, there was this girl that I was dating, and uh, she used to drink these things all the time. And that was my introduction. She bought one for me. I was very hesitant about it. And then I slowly start, like I went from uh, frappuccinos uh, into... You know, added you know, adding shots of espresso to the frappuccinos, and then I went to like lattes, and then cappuccinos, and then coffee, and I I actually just got so over about like a twenty year span, I've gone from frappuccinos to being able to drink coffee black, but a very particular kind of coffee. Me too. That's where I'm at. <clears throat> like when I drink regular coffee, it's black. I, okay, so you drink Folgers Black. Well, any kind of regular coffee, any you know, but yes, Folgers as well. Sure. It. Hmm, maybe I'm a snob. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe we're accidentally comparing apples and oranges. Neither of which make good coffee. There is this subscription service that I do for coffee called like common tier or something i forget but they send you uh, a box with like some dry ice inside and inside of that is these four little boxes of different like types of coffee they're not flavors they're just like different strengths and like acidic levels and whatnot and it they look like these little aluminum k-cups and inside of these aluminum k-cups is a like a, a a cylinder shape of like concentrated frozen coffee okay. and you warm it up a little bit and you plop it into a mug and then you fill it with hot water and you know it just you know becomes coffee obviously fuck it's orange juice again <laughs> how, did that, how did that keep happening <laughs> it, does why does my coffee taste like minute made yeah, right. These guys might be ripping me off. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say like so. This is the only coffee that I can drink black. It's strong enough, but it's not wildly acidic. It's very, uh, it's it's very palatable. I'll have to bring one over for you next time I come over. Um, like it is, but the problem is if I bring it over, Mike, you're you're gonna become a snob. Okay, and you know, and next time, Dad presents you with a mug of Folgers, you're going to slap it out of his hand in anger and demand better coffee. And then it's going to cause a riff. And then you, you know, you and dad are going to have to like, you know, battle it out in a, in, in pistols at dawn on the front lawn. It's just, it's not going to end well. I think if he liked it, he'd go with it. Me, on the other hand, I wouldn't become a snob. You know, again, I've, I've tried like the creme de la creme, you know, of, of almost everything. Uh, and never became a snob, you know. I mean, so you're you're a very um, man of the people. No, I'm a dickhead, but uh... <laughs> a dickhead of the people. <laughs> yeah, a dickhead of the people. That's what we should call this episode. <laughs> dickhead of the people. <laughs> so much of this, um, 
then we're gonna we, we can we can edit this out you reference your your past with drugs and stuff and i don't know like how like comfortable it's you are no i don't care you can leave it in again remember okay. i told you before if i have a problem with it or i say to cut it then cut it if not then it's a fair game okay i just wanted to double check because uh i mean i know at some point you know we're going to get into some serious conversations about oh yeah i i, I literally want to talk about how addicts are viewed uh, treated you know like treating they still treat addicts like criminals they're just sick i would like for you to i mean probably in like the next couple episodes you know I uh, don't want to go like too heavy too quick but i would love for you to kind of go into that like i would love to hear your take not just as my you know my my brother but also as an ex-drug addict i mean i've lost i lost friends uh made friends i mean did i ever tell you about my friend brian he uh uh how we met during the mugging you met one of your friends during a mugging yeah he mugged me (laughs) (laughs) no shit okay i'm down in kensington yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> that story took a hell of a turn. <laughs> well, yeah, so now that you got my true. wallet, can you pay for drinks? <laughs> no, okay, he was he was really sick. He hadn't had any, he was, you know, addicted to fentanyl and stuff like everyone down there. And he uh, was in between two parallel parked cars, and I'm walking down the street. He jumps out with a knife, okay, and he demanded my money. And I have my hands up, and I'm like, hey, hey. I could see it in his face that he didn't want to be doing this. He was just sick as shit. Mm-hmm. So I told him, I was like, you know, you, you kind of look like you're not really dedicated to this. I was like, how about I make you a deal? I was like, I got enough for a whole, uh, what they call a bundle. And I was like, I'll split it with you. A bundle? A bundle, bundle. Bundle, okay. Like <laughs> It's like 14 bags. Uh, anyway so yeah he put the knife down and we went and got some and i split it with him and we ended up hanging out for the rest of the day uh, and then he he actually lived with us for a while yeah he he lived with us for well not too long i remember it was like a week and he's like i gotta get back to kensington man i gotta get back to kensington i was like dude you don't have a home there where, where are you going he was he literally wanted to be closer to the supply chain so he left and went back there and was homeless I mean, I'd catch up with him every time I was down there, you know. If he needed clothes or jacket or shoes or whatever, I'd bring it for him. I did that for a lot of people, though. Like, I was taking all kinds of stuff down there because uh, it was under the bridge off of, uh, I think, I, I want to say Lehigh. Uh, anyway, under the bridge, there was this big homeless community and uh, literally people I think living- that's still there, actually. I, they cleaned it out, but it might have just, you know, sprung up again. I don't know. They cleaned it out a while ago. And I, I like, knew all the people, you know? Like, uh, one of the dealers, my friend Mike, he, uh, he's gone now, but, uh, that's a fucked up story. I'll, I'll say it anyway. Uh, he was actually crashing with me for a couple nights because he owed money to somebody, mm-hmm. his supplier. And it was only like 200 bucks, but that's like a million to those people. So I was like, just crash here for a couple of days until you get to calm everything down. So he stays with me and he's like, all right, I got to get back, man. I got to get back. He left at like 6.30 p.m. to go back to the city 
He was dead by 10. Someone shot him twice in the head. And the f***ed up thing is, his girlfriend was the one who racked up the debt. She was stealing from him. He was a good dude, too. Really good guy. I find that a lot of people who get pulled into that aren't, you know, they're not really bad people, you know? And I know we're going to get into this a lot more when we go into, you know, you know. You know how many people I met that became addicts the same way I did? Like, oh, I had a prescription for my back. I had a prescription oh, for this. Jesus. I had a prescription yeah. for that, you know? And then it's like the doctor yeah. just takes it all away one day. And then you're left with an addiction and the the problem that, you know, you're taking the pills for in the first place. And very few people actually take into account that, you know, you shoot up heroin or fentanyl. It's the same thing as taking the pills. So, although fentanyl, you know, if you're taking like Percocet or something, you don't want to jump right to fentanyl. It'll kill you. Uh, but yeah, it's it's the same stuff. And, you know, when people find that out. You know, they start doing heroin, and that's how a lot of these people became addicts. You know, like, I thought my story was going to be strange for people, but no, it's like, oh, that's what happened to me, too. I heard that so many times. I mean, I, I imagine with, because of the um, freaking opium epidemic, like, that's probably I, more of the norm than anything else. I mean, no one just, like, wakes up one day and says, oh, you know what? What seems like a good idea? Injecting myself with heroin. Like, I, I, I imagine that it's, like, a steady, like decline into yes, doing that definitely because after i lost my prescription was the one who turned me on to the other thing we're gonna beep that right okay. we should probably not throw that throw oh, yeah, other yeah, people's yeah, names yeah. in such ways yeah, it. into it. things okay, okay. Uh, i just want to make sure or change it to santa claus in somebody else's voice Father Christmas. <laughs> oh, I got I, Father Christmas was the one who got me started. Yeah, <laughs> old Satan that came down that chimney. He was ready to party. <laughs> a sack full of presents. <laughs> just, just the phrase "sack full of presents" sounds very. Um, I know it's so suggestive. <laughs> it's, it's, it's whatever the opposite of enticing is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that got um that got incredibly dark incredibly quick. Well, um, sorry. But again, about that. like I said, like no, 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 no. Like, like, like I said, like I said, I'm I'm very interested to just kind of you know give you the floor and kind of talk about like you know your viewpoints on things, how everything kind of started and snowballed and became, you know, what your life in that world was. And I got you know, robbed twice down there. Did you become friends with them too? No, 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 no. I just got robbed. <laughs> that was there, no story there. One of them hit me in the head with a silver forty-five, and the other one, yeah, the other one tried to literally beat the shit out of me. I was just like, "Fuck it, dude, take the money. I'll go get more." Yeah, we're gonna revisit this. I'm really yeah. curious. Want to hear more? And honestly, I, I think your story would probably be really good for people to hear. The, uh, that, that's actually what Dad says too. He uh, he's like, "You're like." a poster child for this like most people say they can't do it uh, again like i said i i, I want to make this a whole dedicated episode it's going to be like a the mike centric episode and you're just going to talk i'm going to ask follow-up questions and get you to talk more about it 
Because um, I, I, I think there is a lot of value there, in your There's one more story I want to say that's actually really interesting. Okay, I go down to Kensington uh, one night, and I think I had like like $200 on me. And this guy, he's like, we're getting more in a little bit. I only got two right now. Two singles, which is, uh, I'm sorry, four singles, which is $20. Mm-hmm. So I gave him a 20. Then he comes back a couple minutes later and goes, oh, they're gone, man, here. And he handed me a fake 20. <laughs> Pitch black, I don't know. Could have handed me a one. but yeah, How were so you able to tell it was fake? I'm getting to that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I sorry. Steal, I, waited. Steal I wasn't giving you shit, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, when they finally got the shit in and were you know, back outside, I bought my usual. So the next day I go back, and the one guy's looking at me funny. He's like, you, come over here. And they got the fake 20 in there, and I didn't know it, and they realized it. And they were going to beat the living f*** out of me. Like, they had bats and clubs and shit. And uh, the guy calls, he yells up to somebody on the second floor of a building right there. He's like, yo, come here. Come out here. Look at this. And he's like, yeah, I've been going there for so long. And the guy's like, yeah, I know that dude. Just He's all right. Just tell him to pay the $20 back. It's like, all right. Because they said it was fake. I didn't question it. It was only $20. So you didn't know it was fake. They just said it was fake. No, I didn't know. Someone, someone, I mean, they wouldn't go through all that effort. Unless someone really screwed them. And if I was just like, like part of what got me out of trouble is, uh, you know, I even said, I was like, if I did that on purpose, would I be dumb enough to come back here? That's a good point. You know? So, yeah, he was, he was cool about it, luckily. But yeah, I could have gotten my ass stomped to the ground. I mean, a few times, because I stuck out like a sore thumb there, too, man. You're so pretty. <laughs> and not just that, but like even my clothes and stuff. That's right. That's right. You were still very Hollywood, weren't you? Uh, I mean, and I'm going to be again, but yeah. What? I'm going to do that again, man. There's no way. I'm, when I finally start, you know, getting dressed and stuff again, I'm going to... Uh... <laughs> getting dressed. Oh, my God. People listening are going to think that you're doing the podcast naked. <laughs> How do you know I'm not? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm wearing pants. Just, just hope. <laughs> <laughs> I just envisioned you with clothing on. I don't know, crazy fucking me. I think aside from standing out in terms of like the clothes, I believe one of the things that saved you the most is probably one of the things that makes me a very unbearable person to deal with in a relationship. What's that? There were two very charismatic people. Oh, yes, definitely. You know, we are approachable. We are, you know, we, we like to keep things light typically uh, dude I, I told i warned you in the beginning a lot of it was dark <laughs> <laughs> but you know you know we we i i feel that we know kind of how to work a crowd we know how to schmooze we know how to win people over oh yeah dude i can analyze someone in 10 seconds yeah and and that that is you know that prevented you from uh getting your uh, your your ass whooped more. No, it allowed you to make a friend with someone that was trying to uh, rob you. Yeah. And it is one of my biggest flaws because everyone thinks I'm flirting with them. Oh uh, well, I don't I don't get that. I mean, not that I know of, but I don't know how to flirt. So maybe people think I don't know. No one's ever said anything to me about. It. <laughs> I say I don't know either, but every one of my female friends say, "Oh no." You do it. You flirt. And it's 
all the time. Like, no. Like, see, right there. Right there. Like, no, what are you doing? They're like, you're ruffling your own hair. I'm like, yeah, because it's a mess. No, that's flirting. What? What if I just stand perfectly still and don't breathe? <laughs> that's still flirting. Women women find a stoic statue very appealing. <laughs> yeah, right? It's like, oh, quick, he's standing still. Let's carve him out of rock. <laughs> nice. Just an a alabaster statue. prince. A statue of rock. Just make sure you get the hair. I need a haircut badly. Oh, uh, there was this thing. I forget where I saw it, but it might have been Bill Maher. He was talking about mm. uh, the decline in, like, babies all over the U.S. It's like a drastic decline. It's like, of course there's a decline. It's illegal to even ask a woman out anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that was his latest episode. I okay, like yeah, that. Yeah. I really liked his segment there. Yeah, it was good. It was, and he was talking about how... Um, how like all these women are like oh yeah like uh Zelensky is like super attractive like he's really hot it's like yeah because he's you know a prototypical kind of alpha i mean i know that whole alpha thing is like has been debunked yeah. but like he's like a masculine man you know standing up for his country you know looking you know facing evil off you know and not backing down from a challenge like hey look women are finding a masculine man attractive yeah, about like, that? he made a lot of good points yeah, there's a lot of that about uh, about him. Okay, just to clarify, we're talking about the president of Ukraine. You didn't say that. <laughs> no, I said I said Zelensky. Oh, you, did you? I didn't hear it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's all over the place. I even looked into it a little bit after after that bit, and yeah, dude, he's. I mean, I, to to be absolutely honest with you, I mean, I, I think I have a new man crush too. Oh, Rob. Again. What? <laughs> I mean, I could have two. I can have Darren Hayes and Volodymyr Zelensky also. Jesus you know, I Christ, have... I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the uh, top sheet open? What's this one? You Who wants to live forever? Yes. Read that article. I don't want to live forever, but at the same time, I'm probably, you know. You know, I've always wondered, okay, because you know how when you go into space... Uh, and you hit a certain speed, time actually slows down. I'm not talking like Star Trek shit either. I'm talking like even the astronauts. Like they sent one and one up and kept his twin brother on the ground or something. I forget what it was. Oh crap! Yeah, what was his name? Uh, Glenn, Glenn something. Yeah, but even he aged a little bit more than the other one. So I have a feeling age is actually has to do with gravity and rotation as well as all these things they're saying here. I mean, that's a theory, but... Okay, so did you go through the whole article? Uh, about 60%. Oh, no. So, so the details of the article aren't wildly important to the conversation. Okay. Well, I wanted to get it all in. I didn't want to do it half-assed. Of course. But, yeah, okay. I'm done. So the article states, you know, that there is this compound that these um, doctors, associate professors, uh, endo chronology so medicine that can mess with the time of your biology I, I imagine is what that word means and that there's some alterations of mitochondria that they can kind of like force on to slow down the aging process no i was just gonna say yeah it says that all here 
they developed this anti-aging supplement that can kind of muck around with, with the biology of our cellular timeline. So we can essentially prolong life. You know, it's all about like antioxidants and, you know, I'm sure you've, you know, about the idea that oxygen slowly kills us. Like you've heard of this? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, that, and the whole supplemental thing is, you know, also has like antioxidants, you know, mixed in there. Just this whole, it's this whole cocktail. So read all this and, you know, and, you know, I, I'm always, I always find myself fascinated by these articles like i i follow this kind of science quite often this is a new one for me which is why i put it here because a lot of the articles that i typically read are about um telomere research that i'm unfamiliar with uh, okay so oh man oh man i should have should have read up on this okay so as your cells divide at the very end of your cells are like these i think it's like a com- like a compound component something called telomeres and the at the end of the telomeres are the i think the rna code that remembers how to continue to reproduce the next set of cells okay but as it continues to reproduce uh it begins to like those telomeres deteriorate a little bit to the point where they can no longer reproduce okay healthy cells or cells at all kind of remember this from my time with crispr yeah go ahead um, oh, CRISPR is another thing I would love to get into uh, more to, uh, on, on, on another. Uh, I fucked uh, with it for a while. <laughs> Go ahead. So, wait, what was that? I said I fucked with CRISPR for a while. Really? Yeah. Out in Arizona, I had a whole setup. Oh, you know what? Something. I, I, we're we're going to touch on that this episode then because I want to hear more about that. So, remind me though. Remind me because I'm pregnant. I forget because I get really into this. So, you know, so so what I follow mostly is, you know, telomere research because I think I think that is the key to to drastically extending not just uh end of year life, but quality years as well. Like, you know, you can make people live to be 150 but what are those last years like man <laughs> probably not good that's also the oldest that they 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 say that the brain can last 150 is it no matter what because it just deteriorates and that and that's when you know we have to start tinkering with our biology and you know so you know I, again i want to get into more of this because i love i love talking about this because you know there's there's a not insignificant portion of me that believes I may not, you know, like I, I think I may live to be a lot longer, like a lot older than, you know, 80 or 90, you know, I, cause this, this research is constantly, you know, trugging along, like there's always new stuff coming out. So my question, if they found this key, they said, okay, we found it. You can live forever. Would you, well, would you want to live forever? Setting aside the fact that I unfortunately think I am. Uh, it's all that vampiric blood. People thought it was just a story. Um, anyway. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I already feel like I'm 200, so probably not. I mean, in my mind, my body feels fine. I just, I don't know. I feel like I've li- like each of those times is like a lifetime, you know? So why do you have no desire to live forever? I mean, do you think that death is just 
inevitable and it's the right course that we need to take? Oh, no, no, no. It's not so deep. I'm just kind of bored. <laughs> but, okay, okay. No, 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 no. I think that's a fair enough answer, you know? So you're, you're bored, all right? So you're like, okay, I can welcome the sweet embrace of death. But even that's... No, we're not going there. Uh, you can cut this, but I can tell you that's not it. Five times, Matt, every time was almost a different experience. The last one was crazy. So, but you say that you would be, no, not that you would be, you say that you are bored. But if you could live forever, there is more to understand, there is more to learn, there is more to explore. Yes, but if it's commercially available, everyone can do it. You know, it's, if, if it's not just only for the super rich or whatever. And if nobody dies, you know, there's no room for kids and stuff. It'll be like that episode of... Uh, Love Death Robots, uh, where that happens. So you wouldn't want to live forever? I don't know. I mean, if there was a reason beyond me, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, uh, to see the next epoch, to see space travel, to star hop. Yes, there's a lot of reasons to live forever. None of that stuff interests you? It's not that it doesn't interest me. Of course it does. But, at the, I mean, at the same time, it's like, I don't know, eventually you're... Your mind wears thin, you know? Even if your body lives forever, your brain can't. Well, uh, uh, again, again, okay, so I'm, I'm posing the hypothetical that right now, okay, like, you know, say you're at the healthiest point of your life. Right. Okay. Would you hit the pause button and just never age? Nothing about you changes, you know? You're, you know, you're, you're, your brain stays as functional as it is. Your body stays as functional as it but is. But you, you still experience things from day to day to day to day. And that stuff, you know, over a hundred years would literally push your mind to the limit, regardless of whether or not it was some sort of, you know, like Alzheimer's or something like that. It, 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 you just feel thin when you age like that. And... How do you know? Yeah. That's a good question. You're basing your argument off of assumptions. Okay. Um, okay, imagine you lived in a video game. Like, okay. a, like complete, submerged, like, video game. And you time sped up in there. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, like, a hundred years there is like a day and a half here now imagine you have a hundred years of memories and experience and you come back and you're you again and you're young you don't think that would wear on you at all granted it was you know virtual but it's still real to you you were there i i can't imagine that you would retain a hundred years of memories, though. I don't think it would Not have any impact on one, you. I mean, but, I mean, for one, we're talking about a game. There's bound to be a lot of action. Two, you know, it's... How to put it? Uh, I, I just, the I, beauty I just is, see, I just see stuff piling up. Like, unless there was a way to delete memory, mm -hmm. I think, I think it would wear on people. Hmm. What do you remember from, I don't know, 
when you were 23? Uh, specifically 23? I, I had just gone to L.A. Uh, I went... Uh, I, I might have still been in my shell shock period where I didn't leave because Hollywood was weird and scary to me at that time. Uh, mm-hmm. I was playing a lot of The Matrix online. Uh, I remember buying a giant bowl of Coke off our maintenance guy and partying a whole lot. Not with the Coke, but... Yeah. Okay. Okay. So and now I'm gonna index. I'm gonna I'm gonna reverse this back, and and I, so I just asked you what do you remember from when you were 23, and you oh, gave I, me I, I could go on. You're gonna name the number of examples. I uh, yeah, but I mean I could go on if you wanted to, but that's like the primary stuff. Like I yeah, remember the events. Now you take those four or five examples from one year, you know, multiply it by a hundred years. You know, it's but those things. Okay, so what about memories from when you were fourteen? Fourteen? Oh, you're sure. okay. I get what you're saying. You're saying people naturally just forget. Yes. Okay, and that, these that memories a... of a hundred years are just going to fade away. And and I can't help but feel like I can't shake it. I can't think of an argument about it. But your your hypothetical. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, well, you're hypothetical about the. You know the the hundred years in a video game, and then being put back into your current body and having like a hundred years of memory. I can't help but feel that that it's flawed somehow. Like I, that I, I don't think these things are, you know, living forever and living day by day by day for a hundred years is not the same as living a hundred years and then being put back into your body and having to compress those hundred years. Right. You're still you. It doesn't matter if you're in a game or cruising around space. You know, whatever it is, you're still you. All right, so going back to the original question of would okay. you want to live forever, your answer is no? You know, I, I, I guess maybe I would do it. I mean... I, I mean, barring some sort of catastrophe, you know... Final destination, you know, getting crushed by a log or something, you know, barring that, of course. Okay. Like your natural, like your your body, like is consistently, constantly, always healthy. Well, I mean, this, yeah, like I, I, I think what what's really wild to me is I, I would not have thought that. I would thought that it would be a, just oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like, I don't know. That, well, that was my anticipation of how you would respond to that question. That's a huge decision, okay? Like, that's huge. And yeah, it is. It, you should consider as many things as you can prior to making such a decision. But Oh, I, yeah, I, I think about I this it. often. I talk to A about this all the time. We had a conversation about this, and she is – and she was posing like, well, what if, you know – you know, you were, you know, selected to be, you know, to live forever. Um, but, you know, you had to be under like, you know, it was like a government program. You were like watched by the government. You were, you know, in, you know, you, you couldn't leave the, like, you couldn't leave the facility. See that, okay, you know, if you, I was already you, immortal at that point, I wouldn't even care. Because I, I would know at some point I was getting out and these people were all going to die. So, yeah, I wouldn't care. <laughs> that, that was my response. Nice. <laughs> I said, so I'm like, I'm like, of course I would do that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, come on, come on, like, 
governments fall all the time. What, I'd be stuck in here for, what, 70, 80 years, 100 tops? And before the government just, you know, dissolves and then they're just like, oh yeah, everyone breaks out, then what? Okay, what's 100 years to potential thousands of years? Okay, yeah, of course, sure, I'll do it. <laughs> everyone else is going to die eventually anyway. But my, 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 but my response is more about, more around like how, you know, in, you know, 75, 100 years, you know, what, what, what's going to be the government? Who knows? Probably not going to be around. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, it's too broken to fix. I mean, really, uh, cleansing fire is the only way to go. Because my first thing is, like, I always think, okay, well, you know, obviously there's got to be some stipulations to being able to live forever. Like, you need to, you need, like, you, you need to give things up. Okay, and, you know, the first one that always comes to my mind is, you know, oh, well, you, you would have to give up the ability to have children. Like, you just couldn't, like, you can't have children. So, oh, you gotta watch that episode. So, so uh, you know, A, A asked me, she's like, would you give up, you know, being able to have, have children? I'm like, yeah, of course. Gone. Gone. Whatever. <laughs> that wasn't a factor already. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. So, so she's like, okay, so it was, you know, would you give up children? Yes. Would you be a lab rat for, you know, you know for seemingly forever? Well, you know, I mean... My belief is, you know, eventually everything will fall and crumble, and then I will still be here. So yes, of course, I will do that. But if you can still, if you can still die by accident, gunfight, that kind of thing, I mean, you still yeah, yeah, be like mindful, you still die you know? from that. But like, but like, you're there's no natural deterioration of of your brain, of your body, of your muscles, all that stuff. So the final one that she posed me, and that was this was the only one that gave me pause was would you become how did she phrase this essentially would you become like a ken doll i.e no genitals so like you couldn't have sex ever again yeah right okay that's that's where if you have a reason to live forever you might say yes to that or i might say yes to that but okay. I mean, like, like a really good reason. Like, you're gonna be John Connor, but only in in two hundred <laughs> years. Mm. So, would you do it still? No, no genitals. No genitals. No genitals, but you're immortal. That's um. Talk me through. Talk me through what your thoughts are here, because I because it took me a while to put together my thoughts on this, and I do have an answer. I don't know. I probably I don't know. I might do it depending on, like I said, if I had something waiting for me that I knew I wasn't going to live for. Well, nothing about the possibility of the potentiality of living for another thousand years excites you? Do you not want a bending unit robot, Mike? Yeah, yeah of course. Who doesn't want a bender? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm not the right person to ask, to be honest. Uh, I don't have any other co-hosts on this podcast. <laughs> we'll have to bring in a third person just to answer this question. Say hello to Steve. How do you think about it? I think it's great, Rob. Okay, he's gone. <laughs> Back to you in the studio. <laughs> okay, you know things are going to get a lot worse before they get better, right? Mm-hmm. And when they get really bad, who knows how long that'll last? And I'm not talking about civil war or anything like that. Like, mm. global warming... Like, things are just falling into the ocean, and the ocean's, you know, rising as it is, and, you know, 
pretty soon half the country will be underwater and you know, people fighting over land, water. Uh, might even be wars over such things. I mean, water wars. I mean, that's it sounds ridiculous when you say it out loud, but that's that's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, oh god, no, no, no. Like like wars over water resources. That's that's impending. Like there's no way that's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, uh So how does all this factor into whether you'd live forever or not if you didn't have genitals? I guess it wouldn't fit. I mean, if I if I wanted to live for, through this for some reason, then yeah, sure, I would swap my, you know, probably. Yeah. Very you? interesting, very interesting thought path you took there. Um, so it, it took me about fifteen twenty minutes of just like I don't know pontificating about whether I would do it or not. I would do it. I would do it, and I would have no regrets about doing it. So, my reasoning is, okay, so I am almost 40 now, right? Right. If I were to not live forever, I would be able to have sex, engage in intimacy, however you want to phrase it, for, what, probably the next 25, 30 years? I mean, press it to 80 if you want to have, like, you know... Just start popping Cialis like it's Pez. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. So we will extend it to 40. So we're going to have 40 years of being able to have sex in exchange for a lifetime of immortality. That, that's not a trade-off for me. Like, that, that that's, you know, just putting that on the table. No, like, I'm not going to give up 40. Like, I'm not going to take 40 years of sex for being able to star hop, you know, and be the last starfighter. Like, no, it, 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 that, that's absolutely not. I have infinite time to make money so I can get my own X-Wing. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you would be a god to the future people. You know, no genitals, immortal. <laughs> <laughs> there's, this, there's this non-genital guy that just lives up on the mountaintop. <laughs> He's squirrely as shit, and he looks like Zeus. <laughs> I'm kind of shocked you don't have any tattoos. Uh, yeah. What was that? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just waiting for some mind-blowing revelation here. Look elsewhere. Uh, no, I mean, there's I got plenty of mind-blowing revelation, but it's like, notice how I tiptoed around all those questions before I gave any sort of answer. <laughs> Which which questions about living forever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. There's stuff I won't say, but yeah, there's if, there's. If other you things. have access to immortality, Mike. No, 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 nothing like that. Don't I hold mean, back. It would, if don't anyone did, though, you would thank me, right? <laughs> but, no. All I'm saying is, all right, just don't, you know. I wouldn't hold out on you if I had it. All right. All right. Hey, want to hear something weird? Of all of, like, the half a dozen, dozen things that changed after the hospital, cop pointed something out that I didn't even notice. My eyes changed color. Really? Yeah, they used to be uh, a really, really light blue with gray. Now they're a slightly darker blue, and there's yellow in them. I wonder if that's from the jaundice. I know, I know. That's what I was thinking. It's like, it seems a weird coincidence that it would be yellow. 
like your iris has yellow in it? Like the yeah. actual color of the eye has yeah, yellow in yeah, it? Or like, yeah. you mean like the... Not cor- the whites. The whites are white. But huh. my eye itself, yeah. My actual eye, it's got yellow in it. Huh. She pointed that out. She's like, was you, were your eyes always like that? And I was like, uh... Cross-eyed? <laughs> Huh. Yeah, I mean, it's the weirdest thing. But then again, there's so many weird things about that whole thing, so. Did you look into that? Like, do you know if that's Well, I thing? meant to ask him the last time I was at the hospital, but I, I forgot. I'm going to try to ask this time. I mean, I don't know if it's common, uncommon, but it definitely seems weird, doesn't it? It does seem weird. I mean, it doesn't... The human body is a carnival of horrors. Yeah, oh, and. Yeah. You know, being having a life-altering medical situation that could potentially result in your eye color changing—I don't see how that could be impossible. Then again, I'm not—I'm not a geneticist, so. Hmm. But it, I mean, eye color seems like something that once you have, you're stuck with. You know, I—I I, I don't know. It just seemed weird. But uh, I'm gonna ask. Hopefully, it's not you know a thing that's on you know super uncommon. So. They already wrote a medical piece about me. <laughs> yes, I Dude, over. <laughs> at first, they didn't even tell me. They're like, you got to take this test, this test, and this test. I was like, why am I doing this? These aren't necessary for what I'm going through. You know, that was the, the like the machine that, uh, yeah, remember I sent you that picture? I was like, yes. can you ask her to identify this? Yeah, that's what it was about. They were, they were, it was for this paper that uh, they were writing. It was, it, from what I was told, because I made him come out with it, a nurse told me, and they didn't want to admit it, but I made him come out with it, and uh, they said it, it was primarily had to do with my kidneys, because that was like a big thing. It's like, you know, dead is dead, and they were fine after like a week. kind of makes me wonder if I even needed the liver for real, like maybe I could have healed it, but. I, I would not have rolled the dice on that. No, probably not a good idea. It was probably too far gone. I was upset because I'm like, all right, put me under. They're like, no, he needs a whole liver. I'm like, all right, give me the scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> It'll grow back, right? <laughs> wait, wait, me? No, I was just going to go find a random stranger. What are you talking about? <laughs> Woo! Need to clarify. <laughs> it's like this guy looks like a match. <laughs> Pounce. <laughs> I got you an assortment of livers. <laughs> carry like just six walk, little coolers. Just walk in juggling livers. <laughs> a carnival. There's something I I I, I want to ask because I mentioned. Like you know, it's kind of it's kind of in line with the whole space travel thing, but you know, this is very, very, very more fiction because okay. space travel will happen. So it's science fiction for now, but it will be science fact. Oh, uh, it changes all the time. X-wing or Tie Fighter? I just think an X-wing is cooler. Well, you think the X-wing is cooler? I don't know. I don't really like the Tie Fighters. I think they're just sort of they, they seem like they'd be really hard to maneuver. In terms of, like, functionality and just, I would go with an X-Wing, but I think the TIE Fighters are cooler looking. I don't know, man. I mean... But they seem a lot more easier to crash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's true with TIE Fighters, too, and they can't hit shit. 
So. Well, no, no that, that's what, that's what I'm talking about. Like like Tie Fighters, it seems like if you just sneeze hard enough, they just like you know one of the wings will just fall off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. But what about? Uh, Darth Vader's TIE Fighter. Oh, okay, yeah, that's different. a different... That's a different story. Or even the thing uh, Kylo Ren had. I would rock that. Oh, the uh, Outlander, wasn't it? I'm not sure what it was called, but... Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of Dash Rendar. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Kylo Ren had this thing at the beginning of the second one that was just awesome. Hmm. I don't remember this at all. It was like a TIE fighter fighter jet. Oh, right. Right, 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 right. That thing was sick. That is pretty awesome. Hmm. See, but I didn't ask about that. You were the one who broadened the, the horizon there and was like, well, what about Darth Vader's TIE fighter? Well, if we're going to go for Vader, why not Kylo Ren? Good point. I yield. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That is what compromise is, where you find a middle ground where neither party is happy with the results. That's what's important in life, really. Unhappiness caused by compromise. <laughs> <laughs>